The Podcast Revolution Network is a collective of independent broadcasters banded together for mutual support, success, and to raise new voices to our platform. Our shows are made possible through listeners like you supporting our cause. For more information on supporting Podcast Revolution, please visit podrev.org. That's P-O-D-R-E-V dot org. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is episode number two, a two, nine. How are you doing, my friends? You know, folks, I was going to talk about something else, but I'm kind of going to save that for a little later on in this episode. And you know what I want to talk to you guys and gals about right now? Something people have been talking to me about in DMs and stuff like that. And I've tweeted a couple of jokes about this. Let's talk about our friend Ryan Lochte. Now, um, the people that are listening to this when it's the episode originally comes out, I won't necessarily have to give you any background information, but I also know that a lot of people go back and listen to old episodes. And for those of you listening in the distant future, Ryan Lochte is a world-class swimmer on the USA swim team in 2016. He's basically the number two guy behind Michael Phelps. And no matter how far in the future you are, you're going to know who Michael Phelps is. So, and what happened is over in Rio during the Olympics, he got into a little trouble, um, lied and said that he was robbed at gunpoint. And as it turns out, it was a big load of crap. And what happened was, according to the news, as of right now, as I'm recording this, he, uh, you know, did a little public urination and maybe, maybe not broke a door to get into the bathroom or something along that line. And and then he got the hell out of Dodge and left his boys in Rio <laughs> to uh and to, to to answer for the problems and have to cough up some bread probably to get out of trouble with his ass back in the United States. And I just want to say one thing. You broke dude code. And dude code is you don't leave your boys. Yeah, I said it. And the guy, you know what I'm saying. You don't leave your boys. I've been in situations that are more hairy than he was just in. And guess what? I didn't leave my boys. I mean, if you know there's trouble coming, how do you, how do you even ease out of the country like that? How do you look your boys in the face when you know trouble's coming? They're sitting there trying to figure out, oh, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And your punk ass is already planning to get the hell out of the country. Oh, um, Ryan, man, we told this bullcrap story, man. We, we, this might be some real trouble. What are you going to do? Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, I got to I gotta go. Oh, man, you know, I got to go. I got to go get something to eat. You guys stay right here. Why are, you, why are you going to get something to eat with your suitcases? Oh, yeah, I have a really big appetite. You know, I may have to, you know, I may want to bring some back, you know. But you got all your clothes in there. Well, you know, I, I'm a sloppy eater, you know, and, and, and you know, if, I, if, if they mess up, if I mess my clothes up with the food, I want to have a change of clothes. But you have all your clothes. Yeah, I might I might be really messy, you know. What's with the passport? Oh, you know, I don't like to use napkins in restaurants. I like to scrape food off my face with my passport and plane ticket. So, um, yeah. And uh, the, why did you leave a tip for, this, for the uh, person who cleans the room? Oh, you know, I, 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 I'll be back in a minute. And then he flies his punk ass back there and leaves his boys to stew. You never leave your boys, damn it. You know, you just never leave your boys. And one of the other things that always annoyed me was the simple fact that they refer, oh, it's just a bunch of kids over in Rio having a good time. A bunch of kids. But the man's 32 years old. 
He is way past being called a kid. Do you understand? There are kids here in the United States that take double ass whoopings because they jaywalked and get body slammed because they kind of looked like somebody and get tried as an adult at 15 years old and 12 years old and 16 and 17 and 14 years old. And uh, that's an actual kid. And this jackass is not a kid. This guy is a damn grown-up, so cut the crap, you bastards. Ryan Lochte is three birthday cakes away from being able to run from pre for president of the United States. And if you're three birthday cakes away from being able to run for president of the United States, your kid days are over. Okay, so cut the crap. He's a dude. And as a dude, you follow the dude code, and the dude code says, and I quote... Don't leave your dudes. Don't leave your boys. I've been in that situation a bunch of times and I never left my boys. Never. And that's the truth. I've caught several ass whoopings. And when I say ass whooping, it doesn't mean I doesn't mean I didn't win the fights. I won the fights. But just but just, if you get punched and kicked a bunch of times, even though you won, you don't feel like you won. Right. Of course, because who wants to get punched and kicked? I don't. Uh, I've been in the bars and places where people where my, my boys are getting their asses whipped or in the middle of an ass whip and I had to jump in there and help them unwhip their asses. I remember one time I was in a bar with my buddies and everything was cool and I ran out of bread because I was there a lot longer than I wanted to. So what did I do? I said, you know what, guys, I'll be right back. I had to go to the ATM and get some bread because I wasn't going to give my credit. I was going to give my credit card to them chumps in that bar to their thieving asses. So I leave and it turns out the ATM was about 20 blocks away and I thought it was going to be a couple of blocks away and I wasn't going to walk all the way back to my car. I was like, damn it. So I walked the 20 blocks. Yeah, 20 blocks. Shut up. You know, no, you, you think I'm going to take my car out of the parking lot and pay 26 bucks to park it again? Hell no. So I walked. I got the bread. I walked back. I walked back into the place and I'm waiting for them to go. What took you so long, man? But that's not what happened when I got back. Oh, no. I got back and I hear a lot of commotion. I walk by the big window in the front of the bar and I see a prime time ass whooping going down. And it's my buddies and some other dudes whipping each other's ass. And there's a couple of other extra guys for the other guys that, you know, there were two extra guys trying to whip my friend's ass. And I figured if I go in there, there'd only be one extra guy. So I go in and I join the ass whooping, you know. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm 47 years old now. I was in my early 20s at the time. And at the time, when you're in your early 20s and there's an ass whooping and you get beat down, you go, hey, that was a really good ass whooping we were involved in. I hate ass whoopings, but we did pretty good. We did a good showing for ourselves, you know, with all those extra guys. Yeah, that's right. Let's go play basketball. Let's work out. Let's have fun. Let's go do stuff that implies that we're not that hurt because we're young and we're really not that hurt. But I tell you right now, I'd have those same friends. And if they, they did that crap now, I'd tell you one thing. I'd have to give it a second thought because after you get your ass whipped at 47, you don't say, let's go play basketball. You go, hey, there was a pretty interesting ass whooping we were involved in. We had a pretty good showing, right? <laughs> well, I don't know about you. 
But I think I want to celebrate the fact that we came out on top of that altercation. Of course, it's going to have to happen after the surgery because we're all really, really fucked up. <laughs> I mean, if we were 25 years younger, we would have just been bruised. But quite frankly, well, I would I don't even know why I'm talking to you guys, because every last one of you is under sedation for the multiple surgeries and fractures that have to be fixed because your bones are not as tough as they were when you're 25. OK, Doc, I'll stop talking. You can put the mask on. <sighs> yes, I will count to 100 and I'm um, surgery time. <laughs> And I'll be honest with you, even back then, like even back then when I came back to the bar and I saw the ass whooping going down behind that glass, there was a part of me that was thinking, you know, they can't really see me. I can see them, but they can't really see me. And since they can't see me, <laughs> I can just ease away. I mean, I already took a long time to go to the ATM, right? I could actually go back a few blocks, wait, come back, check and see if the, if the ass whooping is finished. And then when the ass whooping is finished, I can then ease into there and go, hey, oh, there was some ass whooping damn it had i known about this ass whooping i would have joined in on the ass whooping but the, the but the you know i had but i had to go get the money this receipt said you got your money wait a minute you had plenty of time to get back after you got this money did you stand outside see the ass whooping decide you didn't want to partake in the ass whooping walk away until the ass whooping was over and then come back after the ass whooping just so you wouldn't have to be involved in the ass whooping of course not that receipt was you know I, I, that that receipt did come out like that but but then you know I, I realized that there was a discrepancy and i wanted i had to go into the bank and talk to the tellers and let them know that this was not the right amount of money it's three o'clock in the morning jackass there was no bank open this is a new bank that is a new bank that is called open all night to give you an explanation for not coming back and getting your ass whipped with your friend's bank <clears throat> but the, but the thing well we want to go see that bank i did it was their last day today was the day that the they, that's why they you know i had to stay there to say congratulations to everybody they, that's that's why it took me so long to get back. I definitely did not avoid, did not, you know, kind of stand outside and look in the window and, you know, go away and come back and then go away and come back until I was sure that the ass whooping was over. <laughs> you know, but that's just rule one of dude code, man. You don't, you don't, you don't leave your boys when your boys need you. I mean, this guy was on a team with these guys and won gold medals with them. You know, when you win something like a gold medal in the Olympics or a Super Bowl or an NBA championship or something like that, that's the kind of thing that bonds you together forever. 12 hours a day working out and swimming and nutrition and all of that crap. And then they get in a little bit of trouble and your punk ass flies back to the United States and is like, ha ha, F you losers. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, I never really paid much attention to Ryan Lochte in, to begin with. Let's be honest. Everybody was paying. It, it was. Let's be honest. The U.S. Olympic team is Michael Phelps and four and three other dudes. One of the reason we know his name is because when he does interviews, he's dopey. I think he had a reality show or some crap like that. Uh, he dyed his hair white for some whatever reason. I don't know what. I mean, I'm saying, what is that? A disguise or something? Oh crap! Uh, I think they may realize that I'm one of the dudes from the from the, from the thing with the, with the pee. So I, I'm gonna dye my hair white and then say, uh, "Sir, we know it's you. You just dyed your hair white. You look exactly the same way as you already did. You just look like you with white hair." But it's not me. The other guy had dark hair. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is, man, it's like you, you can't. It's dude code. You can't leave your dudes behind. 
you can't leave them behind after something like that happens, you know. So when I think about that, all I think about is the fact that, well, yeah, like I said, you know, one, he's not a kid, so he has to take responsibility for what he did. Two, you know, you don't leave your dudes behind ever. That's all I got to say. Segment over. Well, folks, let me ask you a question. Are you jealous people? Are you jealous people? You know, where I am right now at the age of 47 years old, I'm not a jealous guy. And part of that comes with being older and part of it and, and having knowledge. And part of it comes with me just not giving a crap anymore, because if you either either you like me or you don't, I'm not changing crap. That's what's great about being this age. I talked about it before, but every time I would see when I was a young guy and I would see guys the age that I am now, I would look at them and I'd be like, man, that old guy just doesn't give a crap. Right. If the old guy was a fat bastard, he didn't give a crap. He'd walk around. He'd rub his belly while he was talking to people. He didn't give a crap. I saw one guy. He said, hey, some guy said, hold this pencil. He said, I ain't got any hands left. Uh, you know what? Let me see that pencil. And he took the guy's pencil that wanted him to hold the pencil and he put it under one of his man boobs and continued to hold beers in both of his hands because he didn't want to put his beer down. And the guy says, you know what? <laughs> you can keep that pencil, buddy. And he walked away. <laughs> but I've always been cool. I've always enjoyed that whole thing that when you get to a certain age, you don't give a crap what anybody thinks. And if they don't like it, it's too damn bad. Right. I remember a time when if I had a little bit of a belly, I didn't even want to go outside. I'd find 18 shirts to make it look like the shirt was the belly. Well, I got a little bit of a belly now. And guess what? I don't give a crap. Yes, I'm working out now. If you've been listening to my show, you've been following me on the, my social crap. You know, I'm working out and eating better so I can get back in shape. But I'm not getting back in shape because I'm trying to impress anybody. I want to get back in shape because I want to be in good shape as possible. So my last 50 years on the fucking planet are healthy years. Yeah, that's right. But when I was younger, I was a little bit on the jealous side. You know, and one of the worst things in the world is to be a little bit jealous. So if you're crazy jealous, people will actually stop doing stuff. You know, it's you know what I mean? It's like. Hi, you know what time it is? Oh, so you want to know what time it is? Huh? So I guess you want to spend some time with that dude, right? Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's the same with the thing with the ladies. You have a super duper crazy jealous lady. After a while, she acts so nuts. You just start altering your behavior because you don't want to hear that crap. What time? Oh, so you want to do? You want to spend some time with that bitch? Is that what it is? And that's what you got to deal with. And sometimes when you're that over the top jealous and you're over the top crazy like that, I'm not talking about violent, just loud and obnoxious and, and passive aggressive. I'm talking about that type of uh, jealousy. When you when you're that guy, a lot of times the people with you go, you know what? They're great in every other way, but they're a little jealous. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, I don't feel like starting from scratch with somebody else. And also, I enjoy banging them. So I'm going to just alter my behavior a little bit so they'll stop being jealous. It doesn't work, but that's what you think. But the worst thing is to be a little bit jealous, because when you're a little bit jealous, maybe you don't even want them to know that you're jealous. And let's be honest, they know, dumbass, but they don't want you to they want they don't want you to know that they know so they can keep manipulating you and doing little things to tweak you. You know, you're sitting there with your significant other and, you're, you know, and, and they, you, you weren't paying enough attention to them and they get 
oh, they get a little too handsy and flirty with someone of the opposite sex that's sitting on the other side of you, right? And you're going, what is this bull crap? You know, you don't even know this dude. She's shaking, you know, shaking his hand. Uh, what's with the kiss on the cheek? You just met the bastard. You know, where well, you're doing the same thing to the lady. Hey, you have a nice dress there. Huh? And she's like, that bastard, what is he doing? Look at that dress. And, and, and because now you're playing games. So I was a little bit jealous at the time when I was in my 20s. And one of the things that my girlfriend at the time would do, because she was a little older than I was, 10 years. And so <laughs> so what she would do is she would use her advanced knowledge of human nature to manipulate my young dumb ass. And what she started to do was be really, really graphic. She would give me a compliment about some sex crap. And then she would compare me positively to another guy, which... In, when you're 20, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm the best. <laughs> but then she would start talking about the bastard too much. You know, you're the best. Well, yeah, you nobody else was good as you. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, you know, I really, you know, my last boyfriend, he was a really good. I really hated, like, when, like, when I was doing stuff to his genitals with my face. Whoa, 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 whoa. You could have stopped that I'm the best. You don't need to be talking. I'm just saying, I, I'm, you know, I'm just glad that you're really a really considerate guy. Because when I was doing stuff that was genitals with my face, he said that I just meant my hands were too tough and I squeezed his butt and my teeth and I had braces at the time. And he said, I'm like, hey, 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 the hell are you doing? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that I really appreciate how wonderful you are. You know what I'm saying? Because when he would do stuff to my butt, I don't, whoa, 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 whoa. What? The hell is wrong with you? You talking about what that crap? I'm, I mean, I mean, first of all, I just think you're. I mean, I mean, just because you're young doesn't mean you're all not awesome. Okay, let's back get back to how awesome I am. Yeah, keep talking about how great I am. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, the last thing I want to do is go through that thing where you tie me up and whip me and share me with friends. Also, hey, telling you too much information. I, you didn't have to tell me that crap. You know, when you're 20 years old and the woman you're getting it on, well, I'm 21, 22, somewhere around there. The woman is like 32 or whatever and you, you, you get it on with her and you're doing a bang city on a regular basis. You're trying to destroy you and you're trying to destroy you and you're destroying each other and loving it and everything. You know, and you and she knows she's just she's just jumping on top of you because you're cute and she's going to like get bored with you and throw you away in six months. But you don't, you're thinking, oh man, this is going to be great. I'm going to be banging her forever. She's never going and everything's going to be just like this because I'm stupid. And she's talking about all this. And another thing. And then he had the and then he did this and that. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. You hear that crap? But the funny thing about it is sometimes they talk about that stuff so much it bothers you and you try to strike back. I wanted to strike back so badly because I didn't like the fact that I realized what she was doing. She was trying to manipulate me. She was trying to play games. She was trying to get into my head. Okay, let me stop lying. She manipulated me. She played games successfully. She got into my head. I admit it. I was a kid. Shut up. And she got me. You know, I became overly attentive because I, because I didn't want her to go back to that dude. And whenever time somebody would look at her, I'd be like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Come on, man. You know? And she loved the attention. And then I started to figure it out. You know, every time I was doing some gigs and I was away for too long, when I came back, she'd get it on with me. And then all of a sudden she'd have stories about some other dude who wanted to bang her and how he just, she just had to get rid of him because, and he's always around trying to make me jealous. Oh, I don't think so, sister. I'm getting older. I'm starting to understand what you're doing. I'm going to teach you a lesson. 
because because she was had the upper hand and she was always playing those games with me. I didn't realize that she was also jealous. That's why she was doing all this crap in the first place. That's why she was trying to manipulate me in the first place. So I said, oh, you want to play games, honey? Oh, yeah. I'm going to teach you a lesson because now I'm a year older. Oh, yeah. So I said, you know what, you're, and she started talking about this other dude and she made the mistake of mentioning whipped cream and I started to bring back an experience of mine and she didn't like that crap too much. I said, yeah, I know about the whipped cream. I tell you, my last girlfriend, whoa, she was wild. She used to like to take whipped cream off my ass when we got it on. What? What does that mean? I've never done whipped cream off your ass. I know, but I mean, she was so good at it. I, you know what I mean? It's like, I didn't want to go through that again. You know what I'm saying? Because she was so damn awesome at it, you know, but I didn't like her as a person. I mean, you're a much better person than her. It doesn't matter that she's much, much better at, you know, eating whipped cream off my ass. I mean, you'd never do that. You're not that, you're not wild like her. Wait a second, I will lick whipped cream off your ass. So she decided to try the whipped cream off the ass thing. And I decided to ratchet it up. I waited till she was halfway through. I waited and I was like, I just, I just kind of act like I wasn't interested. I waited till she was completely through. And of course I enjoyed it, but I didn't act like I wasn't interested. And I'm going, yeah, that was, that was all right. What's wrong? How what did she do? What am I, am I doing? Well, you see, you just did, you just did it the same way, you know, on both buttocks cheeks but she did like a painter's brush type thing on the left buttocks cheek and more of a swirly removal of the whipped cream on the right buttocks cheek but you know it's okay you're a better person than she is the fact that she's more creative at sex has nothing to do with anything you you're a nice person and i like you it doesn't have any i mean i mean i mean come on i mean you don't even want to try all the other things she used to do because i mean i mean the last thing you want to do is you know because i mean you got the five things that you do really good you should stick to that the fact that she knows 900 ways to please a man and you know five and only three okay two okay you know one way to please a guy but that way you are incredible at that one thing and you know her 900 things that she's incredible i mean i never the thing about it that was horrible was she had so many ways to get it on with me that were awesome that i never got even i mean we were together for three years she never did the same thing to me twice i mean it was i mean well one time she did the same thing to me twice but that was because she brought her friend home but that's a whole different story it has nothing to do with you because you're a better person than her you don't have to be as adventurous at her and it doesn't really matter about that you know what i'm saying you just keep doing that one thing you're pretty good at and don't worry about the nine million things she's unbelievable at <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> ah but i learned the hard way that it's okay when a lady is does passive aggressive things to you See, you're a dude and you want to get it on, so you'll just take it. Her, on the other hand, she wasn't a big fan of that. And although she wasn't adventurous as the woman I got it on with, who had the 955,000 ways to please a man, there was one good thing about that girl, the woman that I was dating was 10 years older than me that I was banging the crap out of. There was one thing she was much, much better at than the girl I was with before that was good at the 9 million things of getting it on. And I should have taken that into account because I had myself driven her to the judo lessons. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy. I wonder if, if, if um, I wonder if she's out of jail yet, you know, because uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe she may be out of jail now. Maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this in the podcast because, you know, when you're in jail that long, sometimes you sue over the people that put you in jail by, you know, calling the cops on you when they tried to, when, you, when they hang you off of the balcony by your left foot. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize she was that strong. I'm thinking, man, she's a 
You know, I mean, she was, I'm 5'8", she was 5'8", but, you know, normally I dated women a little shorter than I am, and, you know, she didn't look, I mean, she was not like a big woman, but apparently she was very, very powerful, because I didn't expect her to be able to flip me over the couch saying, oh, yeah, well, then go back to that bitch, huh, huh? And, you know, I was like, well, you know what? I take it back. You're mine now, you bastard. You're going to do what I say. And I said, oh, I was just kidding. She said, no, you weren't just kidding. There was too much detail in that for you to be kidding, you piece of crap. And I tried to run away. But obviously, with her being a judo black belt, she was a much better athlete than I was uh, at the time. And, then, uh, you know, there was the whole, you know, hanging me over the balcony and holding me up by one foot. I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate that too, too much. That was kind of embarrassing. You know, people go, I would call the police, but I see a really attractive woman hanging you over the balcony by one foot. And wouldn't you be kind of embarrassed to be saved from your girlfriend by the police? I said, yes, please do not call the police. And, I, and they said, well, give me some money and I won't call the police. And then my girlfriend said, I got some money for you. And then she shook me really hard and, and money fell out of my pocket. The guy caught and said, yeah, that'll work. And then he walked away. And I said that, that that said, could you do me a favor? The blood's rushing to my head. Uh, could you pull me back over the balcony? And then she pulled me back over the balcony. And she said, now, what about that bitch? And I said, I don't even remember the bitch. I don't like calling women bitches, but I also don't like being hung over balconies. So too bad, punks. And then she took me back into the bedroom and banged the crap out of me. <laughs> and by that time, the police had called, had come because the guy, when when the money fell down and the guy caught the money, he he actually thought it was a twenty that he caught, but it was actually a five. He wasn't paying attention, and he got mad and called the police, and then the girl got arrested, and and then then that's why she's still in jail now. So um, um, when if she gets out, I'm I'm hoping that, that that's really the real that's the real reason I changed my name to S. Anthony Thomas. I mean, they had nothing to do with it. Okay. You know, I gave a lot of stories about why I changed my name, but I just I was trying to avoid judo woman from whooping my ass because I didn't want to deal with that because I, I don't want I don't want to hot you judo chicks whooping beating my ass because I don't know judo and I don't want to get fucked up. It'd be, you know, be even worse now as a middle aged guy to have a, a woman in her 50s beat the shit out of you in front of somebody. She's, you know, I, that, that if I'm 47, oh God, if I'm 47, I mean, she's, she's almost 60 and uh, she probably could still kick my ass. And I, I just don't want, I just, uh, I, I don't want that to happen. So I'm, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm probably going to just cut this whole segment out. I mean, I know this is probably funny to you people. You're probably laughing. Shut up. And I, I hear you laughing in the UK calling me a bloody wanker i know what i know what that means now okay you bastards and, and, and i don't even know what the slang in australia is but i'm sure it's insulting when you're laughing at me right now about what's happening in canada and in the united states i know your slang so i know what you're saying and i know what you're calling me laughing at me because you i'm afraid to be beaten up by a 60 year old woman because <clears throat> and I, I'm, I'm probably gonna just uh, I, I need to stop talking right now the segment over all right, guys, I have new people listening to me, so I'm going to talk about something I talked about before. And I'm, I just want to say that I think that we as a country, as a nation, as a society should stop hiding things that don't need to be hidden and pretending that we're doing things that we're not doing and all of that crap. It needs to stop. And for right now, we're going to talk about married couples. And I, like I said, you all know how old I am now. My friends are roughly, a lot of my friends are roughly the same age, older and younger. I have a lot of young friends also. But my friends that are roughly my age have teenage kids. And they're still young and spry and healthy enough to want to enjoy each other physically. But you can't do that when you have teenage kids because teenage kids are huge and pains in the ass and getting in the way. 
right? They're always busting in your room. They're always fighting. They're always calling you from downstairs. They always want something. They need help with their homework. They start, they, there's always something. You never get eight or nine straight minutes to just chill without one of them asking you for some crap. I know it and you know it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to take what my, I told my friends to do. And this is one of the things you can do to take advantage of the teenage years. Take advantage of your teenager's quirks to get done what you need to get done. And what you need to get done is each other. Right? Everybody talks about date nights when you're married. Date night. And everybody knows what that is. It means we haven't gotten it on in a while. So we're going to go out and pretend to have dinner get it on and then come back home. And what do you got to do? You got to get all dressed up to to get that lie going. You don't need to get dressed up because you're just going to rip each other's clothes off in the first place. Hey, you might even be one of those weirdos that actually goes out and has dinner first. Weirdos. But you want but you got it. But why would you have to go through all of that crap? You need to be able to take advantage of the quirks of your teenager and what are the quirks of your teenager there are going to be times when you discipline your teenager they're going to get mad at you and give you the silent treatment they're going to i don't like you mom dad you say and they're going to put their headphones on they're going to put on their fa- they're going to pull out their mp3 player and just start blasting their favorite music and usually you bang on the door for a half an hour you get out here megan jim you get out here and you try to get them to come out of the room but they they refuse and how long do they normally ignore you they usually ignore you for about two to three hours they don't want to look at your face they don't want to see you they hate you man and you're sitting there wasting that precious they're going to stay away from me time you're wasting that precious time oh no you need to take that time to do the stuff you want to do now in this situation maybe you just want to paint maybe you want to play your guitar maybe you want to do something where they're going to leave you alone but this is the time to use that time to do that thing you're trying to paint mom i was wondering can i wear this dress and then i have a baby but she's not going to do that now because she hates you mom so use that time to work on that book you were talking about in fact you should Piss your daughter off every once in a while just to give you a couple of extra hours. Maybe you want to take a nap and you don't feel like listening to any crap. All you got to do is tell your son, you know, son, I need you to bring the car back by 930 tomorrow. 930, dad, but I'm not talking to you, dad. You stink, you suck. Stomp, stomp, stomp up the steps. Slam the door. Headphones on. Music blasting. Ha, ha, ha. Pull out your guitar and just start jamming. Oh, yeah. You need to know how to use the quirks of your teenager to get the things done you need to get done. Oh, yeah. What about things as wonderful as getting it on? You know how your teenager sneaks out of the house at night to go run around with their friends and you know about it and you get mad at them and you sit there, you sit on the couch, you're sitting next to your wife or you're sitting next to your husband. One of you has their arms folded. One of you has the leg crossed over the other leg, usually the wife, and she's moving her foot in in that stupid Sam, her stupid slippers just spinning on her toe. And you're sitting there and you sit there for 45 minutes and stewing and I can't believe you got the damn house. I locked the door for wood. I didn't get up to go to the bathroom. I wouldn't have known she. He snuck out. He snuck out. Going look at the garage. They took the car. I can't believe. It. I can't believe. It. I'm ooh, ooh, I'm so mad right now. 
damn it, I'm going to get him when he comes back in. I'm going to just give the ground of six months. And then you ground the bastard. And then what happens? He's home with you. You ground her. And what happens? She's home with you. Looking all miserable. Being passive aggressive. Whatever, mom. Hello. Hi, Megan. Hi. Yes, I'm here with the two old people that don't like me and hate my guts and I can't stand them. You got to listen to that crap by it. Oh, hell no. All you got to do, my friends, is wait until he comes back. The last thing he's going to want to do is run into you. So what you need to do is go upstairs and bang the crap out of each other. Act like nobody's home. Act like nobody's home. Because when he comes back, well, technically he never left. He's asleep. He couldn't possibly be milling around. He definitely wasn't outside with his friends drinking a beer outside of that arcade. <laughs> what is this, 1956? You know what I'm saying use that my friends we all have to remember how to use the quirks of the people around us to get the things done that we need to get done that's the way it is i learned that a long time ago and i've become a master at it my friends you may now get on your your sit down on a rug in front of me as i instruct your asses you bastards i'm the king of boyfriends do you understand me a lot of boyfriends are too dumb to realize then how to how to use the parents of your girlfriend. Use your girlfriend's friends. Even use her punk ass guy friends. How to use them to make yourself look good. No, no, you're always there. I can't believe she always hanging out with that dude. It doesn't matter if a dude at work is hanging out with her all the time. It doesn't matter at all. All you gotta do is become friends with that dude. And the more you become friends with that dude, the more you'll know what his tricks are. Because you're a guy and he's a guy and you know guys. So even if he's trying to move it on your woman, you're always a step ahead. One, you're a step ahead because you're in the house with a two. You're having sex with a three. As soon as he starts to try to do some moves, you're already two steps ahead. He just, you see this bastard. He knows it's a birthday. He's mentioning her birthday too much. So you know damn well the flowers are coming. And he gives flowers. You know how sometimes your girlfriend comes home with flowers from the dudes at work or somebody at work. They're not necessarily rubbing it in your face, but they do have the flowers and they're trying to spur you on and need the flowers in the bed and she comes home you know god um, my my office mate bill gave me some flowers for birthday isn't that really sweet oh that's really sweet yeah i think that's really great yeah why don't you put those in the vase over there while we go away to this weekend spa a weekend spa a weekend spa all of us all alone oh yeah that's right <laughs> top the weekend spa punk you're sitting there with your little $12 flowers. I'm at a weekend spa getting stones rubbed on her and then taking her upstairs and rubbing stones on her. If you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Too bad, punk. And he got her lady friends. She tells him all the disgusting secrets and all of that crap. Don't you know what to do when you're alone with the lady friends? If they're smiling when they're alone, you got good reports. If they're frowning when you're alone with them, you got bad reports. And you only have a little bit of time to work. She's only going to be in the bathroom for seven minutes. You got to use that seven minutes to take that person and make them a soldier for you. When your girlfriend talks about her friends, make mental notes of stuff make mental notes be extra helpful for stuff that they see they don't even know what she told you she doesn't know that you know that she's a big fan of underdogs she doesn't know that right but you're driving down the street and you see a vintage underdog lunchbox and you go buy that and you buy a couple of other things to make it look like you buy some other stuff 
And then you put the underdog lunchbox next to the television. <laughs> she sits there disapproving of you because you're a dude and you're with her friend and no dude's ready and no dude's good enough. And this look at you over there. What you did. Is that an underdog lunchbox? Yeah, I'm a big fan of underdog. I mean, only the best people like underdog. I'm also a fan of underdog. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what? I was I, I, I was going to keep this lunchbox, but I was going to give I was going to, you know, maybe, uh, you know, go do a go to a garage sale and give it to somebody. Maybe give it to Goodwill or something like that. Would you like this underdog lunchbox? Oh, my God. You're going to give me the underdog lunchbox. How much you want for it? One for it. We're both fans of underdog. There's no need to fear. This lunchbox is right here. You can take it. Oh, my God. You're the greatest thing in the world. And then and, and she comes out of the bathroom and now it's over. Now, when she goes on the phone complaining about you, the lady's sitting there with an underdog box in her lap, rubbing it and thinking about positive members of memories of her childhood and your girlfriends. And another thing, he comes home too late. You should really give him another chance. <laughs> that's right underdog oh yeah her parents you know what i'm talking about her parents they they you're not good enough for that little girl no you're not they come to town to visit you and the guy's not approving of you. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, you seem like a nice guy. Huh? Hello. Yeah. Uh, here's a handshake that, that lets you know that I don't approve of you at all. And I really don't want you touching me because you're having sex with my daughter and we're not, you're not married, you bastard. <laughs> and the parents come in. But what she done, what the parents don't realize is while she's talking on the phone to them, ignoring you and you're watching some dudes beat each other up on some sporting event, you're really listening in. And you know her dad loves a certain food. Oh, yeah. A certain food made at a restaurant two blocks from where you work, which means it'll be in your car when you leave work and pick his old ass up at the airport. <laughs> and you know her mom is a neat freak so you have your car super duper mega ultra clean obnoxiously clean <laughs> so now when they come back she sees your car wow this is a really wonderful car it's really also sweet and smells so good in here thank you mrs mrs mother of person i'm banging the crap out of how we you know you let me let me open the door for you mm -hmm. and if you notice the, the door open even it's even clean on the parts of the car that people normally don't clean and i know you'll notice that because you're a huge pain in the ass but it doesn't really matter i'll put up with it because i'm boning your daughter <laughs> and then the guy gets in oh what's going on man what's that smell oh i got a yeah i just went to the store and i got some whoopty whoop i already ate another one i got another one but i'm you know what i'm just gonna leave it in the refrigerator because i don't want to you, you know what can i have it? as a matter of fact <laughs> yes you can oh man this is great i haven't had this in a while really i did not know that <laughs> then when you go off to the store and she's complaining to her parents about you all your her mother is seen as that spotless card as spotless as her house and your dad still has sauce on his mouth from the bribe food you gave his old ass and he's thinking when does she stop being such a pain in the ass that guy's great yeah that's right you know you gotta know how to work the people around you damn it because if you don't you're in deep crap now i know what you're thinking you're probably thinking it's very manipulative so what right 
When you started going out with the girlfriend, you acted like you cared about what her job was just so you could get on top of her. So don't don't do that crap. And as soon as you became established, you didn't want to hear that crap. You you, you, you she's talking about her job and all you, you hear is that's all you hear, punk. You she would be happy if you keep if she's manipulating you, you dumbass. Don't you know that? Always, every time she never comes out and asks you for stuff, she just lets you know that there's something she's interested in, and somehow there's always these subtle little reminders. Reminders, here's another reminder, and another reminder. You better not get the five reminders, dumbass, because that's when they start getting mad at you. She likes orchids. She says that in passing. Hmm. Oh, she likes orchids. She says it in passing again. By the second time, you dumb bastard, your punk ass better come with some orchids or you're dead. She's pushing you to buy orchids. Oh, Hawaii is a great place. I've never been there before. Oh, man, you get, you know, when you when you do your thing, you usually get like two or three weeks off at a time when you're not on your job, right? It must be kind of weird to have that kind of time off. She mentions Hawaii and time off and she, she, she wants you to take her to Hawaii, you dumb bastard. And guess what happens if you got any sense? Either it's somebody like me that immediately picks up on the hints and goes, let me buy some damn orchids for her right now. Now, granted, she I ain't got no Hawaii money, but she, I'll, I'll put on Hawaii five zero while, uh, you know, slurp on her boobs. So <laughs> different. that's too much information for you. <laughs> I actually did that one time. Girl goes, well, we can't go afford to go Hawaii. So um, <laughs> I, I set uh, my place up to look like Hawaii. And then uh, she opened the front. She opened the door and uh, I pushed. I had the music from Hawaii Five O. And when she walked in, I was facing away from her. And then I did that Steve McGarrett turn around. <laughs> she thought it was funny. <laughs> and I, I, I did, it, it was funny. <laughs> It probably I look like a bit of a douchebag and it was a cute little moment and <laughs> and I realize that, that now that you're all picturing that and I've literally embarrassed myself in several countries <clears throat> so of course um <clears throat> of course that 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 never that never happened I never I never uh, set my house up like Hawaii and you know put the Hawaii five all music on and um dressed up like Steve McGarrick to, to make my girlfriend laugh. Um, you know, I, I didn't do that. You know, I also didn't have a roasted pig in the middle of the floor. I did, you know, I didn't, I didn't do that. You know, I didn't, I didn't get any mannequins dressed up like Hawaiian dancing girls. And, um, and you know, I, I did not do that. You know, and I, I did not put fake grass on the ground. And, 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 and do sex stuff with her there. That, that didn't do that because that, uh, that would be kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? You know, I did not put um, pineapples, you know, those big pineapples we have. Like, I, I didn't put, uh, you know, you know, I'd have the ring, the pineapple rings. You know, when you slice a pineapple across, and there's the ring, and there's like a hole in the middle, so, you know, so you could. You, I definitely did not put those on my man chest, and uh, I, I, I did not do that, and then have her, <clears throat> you know, what I'm saying, because that, 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 that would. Uh, Oh, uh, 
let me get back to what I was talking about. So like I said, you got to know how to really manipulate the people around you to get the results that you want. You know, you do it with your friends, but the thing about it with your friends, the thing that's great about your friends is you don't have to manipulate your friends to get the results you want. You can just tell them what you want. Yo, man, you want to go to the football game? Man, I don't want to see that stupid shit. So you can say that with your buddies. You can't say I don't want you get. Would you like to go antique with me? That bullshit. You can't say that to your girlfriend. You can't do it. You have to use my trick. And my trick is the best. I don't know what kind of tricks you use, but I'm sure my tricks are better than your tricks. Here's my trick. You go antiquing. You go that one time. But you don't love it too much. Because if you love it too much, now that's your thing. Don't be a douchebag because she's still going to go antiquing anyway. But now every time she goes to antiquing, she's going to think about the last time you went antiquing, you being a complete douchebag. You have to be right in the middle. You kind of kind of like be there, be there, but not be there. Be kind of interested, but not too interested because she'll see that you're giving an effort. And then you'll be able to trade off. Okay, we'll go to this. You got to go to a football game with me. I don't like football. Well, I went antiquing with you. And I mean, I enjoyed myself. I definitely, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pout. I didn't act like an idiot. I didn't ask stupid questions. I, I was really involved. But I mean, it's okay. I mean, if I, I mean, it's okay. The simple fact that I'm evolved enough as a person. So even though I, in under normal circumstances, would even think of going antiquing. I love you enough. To go antiquing anyway, you know, but I mean, you know, I mean, like, like I said, a lot of relationships, one person loves the other person much, much more. And I guess in this particular case, I love you more than you love me. But that's OK. The fact that I'm more evolved as a, as a human than you are. What do you mean by that, you bastard? OK, I didn't actually word it that way, but I did. I did act like I wanted to go and I did go to the antiquing thing and kind of participate a little bit. And then all of a sudden she had to go to the football game with me. <laughs> Antiquing took 27 minutes. Football takes four hours. I win. <laughs> but you really got, you really do uh, in all seriousness. You, you don't want to manipulate the people around you, but you do have to pay attention to them to get an idea of the best way to interact with them. You know, I was, I was kind of kidding about the, you know, the Hawaii thing. Uh, at my house, I definitely did not uh, dress up like Steve McGarrett and put the, the, the mannequin Hawaiian girls around. There. I definitely did not put the pineapple rings on my man nipples and all that kind of stuff. I did not do none of that. I don't care what that film that I'm going to have taken off the Internet with my legal team. I don't care. That was definitely not me, even though it was me going, hey, girl, come over and get some of this S. Anthony Thomas love. And that was another guy who stole my name, <clears throat> who just happened to look exactly like me. But but it wasn't me. <laughs> please get that off the internet i'm paying you money i don't have i don't have a lot of money bastards get that crap off the internet <laughs> i was definitely not talking to these lawyers anyway uh, so what i'm saying is make sure that you do the best thing you can do to to know how to work with the people around you you know that'll make life a better thing for you you know your life will be better when you can work with people and if you can't work with them, manipulate the bastards and make them do your bidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Segment. See what I did there? 
You were just assuming I was going to say segment over. I controlled you. I made you think something. <laughs> now I'm going to end the segment. Segment of, see, I stopped again. You were preparing for the next segment, but the next segment's not going to come until I want it to come. I'm going to wait five seconds and then I'm going to say it just to teach you who runs things. One, two, three. See, I changed my mind. I'm not going to wait five seconds. Segment over. You know what, guys? Habits are powerful things, my friends. Habits bowel things. And I'll tell you why. I'll use myself as an illustration of that. Now, obviously, the reason I'm, I'm working out and, and trying to lose weight now and all of that is for health reasons and all of that. But I realized I finally figured out how I got overweight. And I realized I had this habit of finishing stuff when I was not hungry and also eating at times when I would just want to be eating. You know, like if, it's, like if I'm not hungry, if I eat at four o'clock, dinner time's at seven o'clock and everybody's eating dinner. Instead of going, I'm not hungry, I go, yeah, all right, I can eat. Right? Habit. And it's really weird. Once you stop that bad habit, it's kind of weird. You feel kind of something's off. You know, it's okay if everybody's shoving pizza down your throat and you ate at 530 and it's eight o'clock and you're not hungry when they're eating pizzas and say, nah. That's all right. But habit is a bad, it's a powerful thing, man. It'll make you grab that one slice. You're not hungry, but you eat it anyway. And everyone else is still eating, so I'll still eat too. And then you go home and you're going, why the hell did I eat four slices of pizza when I wasn't even hungry? Damn. But I'm telling you something else. There's another kind of thing, habit, where, <laughs> and I noticed this with myself. It's like, yeah. You ever find yourself not liking somebody? You know, whether it happens slowly because they do a whole bunch of little stupid things that get on your nerves or they do that one big thing that makes you stop feeling the same way about them. You just don't like them. And how many people are around you right now that you just don't like, but they were around you because having them around you is kind of a habit? Right, your neighbor's an asswipe. You used to go outside and talk to him or her all the time, and all of a sudden you start getting these little snide comments back and forth and back and forth. You never returned fire, but it kept going and going and going and going. And then all of a sudden, one day, yesterday they were outside. You walked outside to your car to do your thing, and you said, "Hey, hello, Bill, or hello, Cheryl, or whatever the names are." Right. But this time you walked out, they didn't see you coming out. And you're like, oh, hell no. And you ease back in the house and you close the damn storm door. Click. You close it quietly. You close the door and you keep peeking out the curtain because you want to make sure that bastard gets in their car or goes back in their house. Because if they, you go out there now, you're going to have to talk to this piece of crap. And you no longer want to talk to this piece of crap. You're only talking to this piece of crap out of habit of talking to this piece of crap. And you don't want to talk to this piece of crap because now you're going to form the habit of not talking to this piece of crap i was surprised that how many people have people around them that they can get rid of and lose nothing and the only reason they're around that jackass is because it's a habit to talk to them that's just weird isn't it it's just weird i know people that have been in relationships not because they're happy not because they want to grow with the person but because they've gotten used to being with that person. And that's the only reason they're around that person. That's the only reason they're anywhere near that person. That's the only reason they even have to talk to this chump. Because they're around them all. 
all the time. I had a relationship like that. And uh, not the last one that I was in that ended cool. where We're still cool and we're still cool. We just weren't right for each other, but we're good buddies. But the one before that, I just didn't feel like looking for somebody else. You know, I mean, I'm miserable, but, you know, at least I got a girlfriend. Not that I was worried about finding someone else. I just didn't feel like going through the problem, through the hassle, through the trouble. Because it is kind of a hassle. I mean, this person's a pain in the ass, but at least you know their pain in the assness. You know where the you know where the mines are. You can walk around most of them. Every once in a while, I want to blow up and blast you across the room. But for the most part, you can walk around them. If you bring in a new person, they'll put new landmines down in your life, and you don't know where those are. You might step on a big one. You may not have on the right protective gear. Oh no! But this person, at least you know how this person is nuts. So everybody thinks bad habits are like smoking, <laughs> you know, drinking, doing drugs and all of that crap. And I'm telling you right now, anything that's around you that sucks, that you don't need to have around you, that you can get rid of without it affecting you at all. Anything like that and it's still around you and you just haven't gotten a chance to get rid of it. You know what I'm talking about? Magazines in your house that you ha you, you don't even read magazines anymore. You got them on one of your the little e-readers. You don't get the newspaper anymore. You subscribe to it on your e-reader. In fact, you didn't even like that magazine. It's just that, well, you paid for three years of it. You read it for six months. You realize for you it sucks. It still comes in and instead of just throwing it in the recycle bin, you actually spend an hour reading that crap why you could be doing something else with that hour but no well i paid for it so what right like it's like it's like well it's like we're all hoarders in some way but we got to keep that crap around us that we don't even that we know we should get rid of but we keep it around us in the first place why that was the realization i came to when it came to the grub and came to getting this uh shrinking my ass I was, I literally, I was sitting, you ever been in your own head and literally observing yourself, letting you continue to do the bad thing? You just want to watch yourself and try to figure out why you're doing it. I'm literally inside my own head, knowing that I lost a certain amount of weight. This is a while ago, by the way. Knowing that I lost a certain amount of weight, I need to lose a bunch more. And I'm watching myself eat this slice of pizza and ruining basically all the work I did that specific day. And I'm watching myself and I'm looking at myself and I'm, I'm like, it's, I'm, it's like a running dialogue with me, but I'm also another me that's not hearing it. And I'm going, what am I, what is, what the hell is he doing? It's like, I mean, he worked out today. He burned about 1700 calories working out. You know, so he has a nice big deficit for the day. He ate some nutritious foods. He ate, he ate oatmeal for breakfast and he can't stand oatmeal. You know, we had a, you know, a nice lunch and a nice snack. So this was, this day was literally as far as the nutrients going in his body, this day was literally as perfect a day as could be regarding working out and getting in shape. He burned 1,700 calories, hit the heavy bag, lifted weights. You know what I'm saying? He even played basketball on the day when he, would, he was going to go home, but he saw some of his friends, ran home real quick, changed clothes, played some basketball. You know what I'm saying? Burnt them, you know, did all, all of these. This was a perfect weight loss day. If you had every day like this for six months or nine months, your weight loss journey is done. Not only you, you would have not only burnt off all the fat, you would have built up a nice chunk of muscle. You would be in great shape. You wouldn't even look like the same person if every day was like this day up until about 
eight minutes ago. Think about that. I mean, what is he doing? What the hell is he doing? I mean, he's not even he's not even paying attention to what he's eating. He's it'd be different if he was eating this pizza and enjoying the taste of the pizza, but he's not. He's just eating it because it's there. He's just eating it because his friends are eating it. I mean, look at that guy over there. There's another guy over there who's on a weight loss journey as well. He literally left the place, went out and got himself a salad. And oh, why didn't he do this? We're sitting in this guy's head. I'm looking at myself right now and I'm going, that guy over there decided not to waste his day. Now, I don't know if his day was as perfect as mine. I don't know if he had burnt 1,700 calories and worked out and did all of that crap. I have no idea, but I know I did. But I also know that if I had done what he just did, which was either, you know, and it's, well, maybe he didn't even buy the salad. Maybe he talked to them and when they ordered all of this crap, maybe he got a salad. Either way, he's got a salad and he's sitting there and he's having as a good a time with everybody else. Everybody's shoving down the pizza, the pasta, the, dish, the cupcakes, there's all that kind of crap. And he's eating the salad and you, he's looking at you and he's not, is he judging me right now? Is he judging us? I mean, he knows that I'm, he knows that I'm working out trying to lose weight and he's working out trying to lose weight and he's looking at me. He's looking at his pizza the pizza we're eating here he's looking at his salad now he's looking at us he had oh my was that a smirk of disapproval you cucumber sucking bastard i'm like oh look at oh god look what i'm doing now i mean i know it's really kind of nitpicky but you know do you have to eat the crust you ate all of the pizza up i know the crust is good no i mean you can't even leave the oh my god he, uh, oh no, 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 oh God, this, what a, oh God. He, we actually took the crust, folded it in half and rolled it around on the plate and some of the sauce that had spilled on the plate, picked up some cheese from the plate and now we eat, oh. Let me look back at the guy with the salad. Oh my God, I hope he's laughing at something. I hope he's laughing at something that somebody said, not the fact that I just turned the remainder of this crust into a fucking spoon and, and there's another slice of pizza right there, which means, oh my God, this is ridiculous. No, he's drinking water too. Great. And I just I already drank half of this soda. This is, oh, Jesus Christ. This day was perfect until, I think I bet that, I bet that slice was like 800 calories in that fucking slice. That's best, roughly half of the work I did today. I just blow blue in six minutes eating this slice of pizza. And now I'm picking up the other slice. So if this one's 800, that means that's 1600, which means I basically burned 100 calories today. All the work I did today, and now he's eating this slice faster. Fantastic. Oh, now, okay, now he's, okay. So he's leaving the last quarter of the piece of slice. Now he's rolling the crust in it. And now, okay, I, and now, okay, I see. Oh. Okay, this is the part where he says something and then he excuses himself and he walks out onto the balcony great I already know what thoughts are going to come now oh jeez oh, here come the thoughts now oh god why did I eat that shit Jesus Christ this guy right, this guy right there got the same problem my god he's trying to lose some weight and I fucking ate that two slices of pizza the fuck was I thinking alright tomorrow tomorrow I'm going to go back well, I mean, I already ate the slice of pizza. The day's already ruined, so I might as well just have some cake. You know, I might as well do that. I mean, what difference does it make now? You know, I'll go right back tomorrow. And then, but, then, but hold it. What? What is it? 
This is the other you. Look, dude. You're not having the cake. I mean, I already ruined the day. Yeah, I know that. But do you want to start bad habits now? I mean, you already, you already did something. You already kind of ruined the day, but it's going to be even worse because, like you said, you only learn. Like I said in here, you, you. I mean, you don't just make. Don't make it worse, dude. Just, you know, just chill. And that was what was going on in my head the last time I did something stupid like that. And now I've created new habits. And I ain't saying that at some point I'm not going to grab some crap that I didn't, I'm not supposed to eat. But I know now not to beat my own ass about it. You know, not to beat myself up too bad. Just to, you know, do what you got to do. Bad habits suck, you know. But... The thing about habits is you can change the word to the left of the word habit if you want to. You know, habit isn't good or bad, it just is. And doing what I did before, which I was, what I was doing before, which got me into the predicting the predicament I'm in now, was the word to the left of habit was bad. But I just took out a big eraser and just kind of scraped that word off and wrote good on it. And then I went to the right of the word habit and I put an S on that side. And now I try to practice good habits. So hopefully by January of next year, I will have done the majority of this crap of getting back into shape. And of course, getting rid of the jackasses who are fucking everything up. I've gotten rid of some of them. But I know this guy, I mean, it's got to be the same thing with you, man. I mean, nobody's life is perfect. I'm sure there's some douchebags around you that you want to get rid of. I'm sure there's some problems. Even if you're in shape, there's some things you need to work on. I know it. And I know you're going to do it. Why? Because you got, you're smart and you have good taste, especially in podcasts. I mean, there's, I mean anybody who listens to this has got to be one of the most incredible human beings on the face of the earth. At least I think so. You bastards. Ha So let's give it to the bad habits. Because I'm going to give it to the bad habits. You dig? I dig. You weren't even supposed to be in this segment. I know, but you were looking for a pencil and got distracted about what you were going to say next. So I'm just going to say this crap so you can get back on track. Well, I'm back on track now. Okay. All right. Actually, I was going to end the segment. You know, you didn't really have to do that. Oh, oh, hi. Can I be in the, you about to do the part uh, at the end of the show, you say goodbye to everybody and tell everybody where you are and your pot, you, you, where your websites and everything are. Yeah. Um, you, you don't, you don't get to be in that segment. I wasn't in this show at all. I mean, come on, man. That's your problem. You should have shown up earlier. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been episode number 229 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you very, very much for checking it out. And I want to thank you very, very, very much for your kind words. I really, really do appreciate it. You wonderful bastards. Thank you very, very, very much. This show is over. So I'm just going to give you some information. Uh, and then I'm going to get the hell out of here and immediately begin preparing next week's show which is which, which is what i usually do as soon as the show's over yeah that was great edit upload okay start the next one that's the kind of guy i am damn it uh so uh follow me on twitter there's two places where i'm on twitter the first one is my personal twitter at s anthony thomas which is my name the second one is the show's twitter at s anthony says follow them both you bastards i'm on instagram surprisingly enough s anthony thomas i'm on facebook follow my facebook page go to facebook and search for s anthony says and you will find my verified page yeah it's verified f you twitter it's verified on facebook f you twitter and 
<laughs> and uh and the podcast uh is on uh s anthony said s anthony <clears throat> S. Anthony says dot podcast revolution dot org because I'm part of the podcast revolution network. Oh, yeah. So check that out and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, so am I. Subscribe and listen to it. Tell friends and all the other. Pl- Basically, if, if there's a place that has podcasts, I'm there. Go look for me. Subscribe. Rate and review the program. Only say good stuff. Only give me five stars, you bastards. And I would really appreciate it. Much love to every last one of you in every country. I really appreciate you guys a lot. Um, it's really cool having people like like you listen to me. Uh, people who are good looking, intelligent, and have incredible taste in podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I got around to giving myself a compliment. It's my show. So what? <laughs> Much love to every last one of you. I really, really appreciate you. Oh, my friends, it doesn't matter to me where you're listening. You know, I don't care if you're on a treadmill. I don't care if you're in your car. I don't care if you're riding a lawnmower. I don't care if you're walking down the street with earbuds in. I appreciate you. I love you. And on the count of three, I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. Say it with me if you remember. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out. Go.